So, um, oh, here we go. So, James. Yep. How do you know if someone's taken up cycling? Oh, fucking hell! <laughs> they meet you with a cycle helmet. I, I love you. Good. I don't want you to feel pressured. Good. I didn't realise that you were you you posted a genuine cry for help to Twitter the other day, and I was it, mean it to was, you. It wasn't a cry for help. It was just a sort of scream in the dark, and then you and our friend, I say friend David, piled on, and it was it was it felt what it must be like when the social justice warriors come after you. Did it? <laughs> no, Did I don't it, know. Probably. Um, I didn't tell you to die in a fire. Well, you might as well have done. Um, so you 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 texted me a few times uh, right. in the in the run up to this because we we were talking a minute ago and you said I've not been cycling five fucking minutes and you're already weary of it yeah and I've hardly mentioned it at all like of the six or seven texts you sent me three uh, one two three four five six six when did I send the other three there were a few. Right, and it's not a big deal. I love you. <laughs> I just off. want you. This Whatever. is a safe place. I love you. Doesn't feel but like it's red. This room for a reason. I think. Uh, and and like you mentioned the bike once, and mm. then you said, "I oh, just looking my bike up." Oh, actually, no. You only said it twice. It just felt like you were going on about it a little bit. Wow. And then, <laughs> look. Well, to be fair, you should probably tell them that between my first message I sent you saying, "Oh, I'm here. I made quite good time." I was quite pleased with myself that I'd made. Good time. Yeah, because you cycled in. From the hospital. It's a yeah. decent it's a decent clip. Yeah. Isn't it? It's yeah. probably about three odd miles. It's, it's very good it's all right. distance. Um uh, but you didn't respond for ten minutes, so I thought, fuck it, I'll cycle round the back. Yeah. So I said, right, I'm gonna cycle round the back. And then you said, I'm just having a poo and I'm coming up. And at that moment, I'd just got to the bicycle racks and I was locking up my bike. I was saying, It's okay, I'm just locking my bike up and I'll meet you in a minute. Look. <clears throat> Would you have rather I, I? Is it like the podcast? You you prefer me to say as few words as possible so you can say them all. I'm just razzing you. Well, well, I'm just uh, I'm just roasting you. It's fine. Maybe I'm a bit hypersensitive. I love your enthusiasm. It's because of your enthusiasm. Mm. I think in part and mostly mm. because of your enthusiasm that I love Star Wars again. Brilliant. That's good so news. so maybe I can make you love cycling because I've taken up cycling. I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. I love it. But you see, the thing about Star Wars is mm. I'm largely surrounded by people these days who are only averagely into it and in a mm. grudging sort of way. And then there's mm. you, whereas I'm surrounded by people who are boorish about cycling oh, on a daily enough. basis. Fair enough. So I'm just expecting. Uh, I'm the only one I know. Yeah. A bit like the Charlton song. I, uh, like within seconds of mm. uh, someone actually got. Um, how confident are you about cycling? I, don't I know wanna... someone got killed on the... the right outside, right outside our outside office. Yeah, yeah. Within a couple of hours of that happening, people mm-hmm. in our office were talking about how it was obviously the tr- obviously the truck driver. It couldn't possibly have been the cyclist, et cetera, et cetera. Because that's what happens. Like, if a cyclist drives into a, rides into <clears throat> a pedestrian, must be the pedestrian. I don't, I don't know the, the facts of what happened, yeah. but it would appear that the cyclist went on the inside of a truck around a uh, left-hand turn. So you're not one of them yet, you see. Mm. So this is okay. What, a dead cyclist? No, no. Um, uh, Give it time. A, a typical cyclist. All right. It hasn't sunk its... No, little... I, try, I, try, I tried to be really... Um, well, 
I, I, I go when the light is green. Good. I stop when the light is red. You don't go onto the pavement and use the pedestrian crossing. No, I, I did that like in, in the first back. week yeah. when I wasn't confident. I wanted to, I, I wasn't confident about pulling away mm-hmm. from, a, it was like a hill start. I wasn't very confident, but now that spot I always stay on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't go on the pavements unless it's designated. Good, because I hate those people. Mm. Or unless like it's really, like actually coming in, it was really jammed up. And I just hopped onto the pavement for a second. There were no pedestrians. I think that's okay. And I hopped onto the pavement for a second to get around the cars. I think um, ultimately only God can judge you anyway. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, Although, to be fair, guidance suggests that if unsafe, you use the path, path, but otherwise you use. Have you been cut up by any cars and then deliberately at the next junction? Cut like put your bike in the way of them so you could berate them through their windscreen. No, I've had one guy that almost pulled pulled out on me and he got a mouthful, but otherwise. What no. did you say to him? Did you use a word uh, that we can Fucking prick Yeah, okay. That mm. sounds about right. Yeah. You looked really angry when you said that. That's just my fucking prick face. You should be an actor. <laughs> I should be, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Did you know, well. Like the uh the best uh science fiction uh set uh like comedy, mm. drama uh, around at the moment was recorded just over the road in Eastleigh. I know, it's amazing, isn't it? I did not even know they were that close by. Mm. I was kind of gutted when yeah. I found out Found out after the fact. Yeah. It's Raygun and Starburst. Mm-hmm. First season is available for free on their site. I'll put a link in the I show I backed them. Did you back them? Of course you did. Yes. Um, the And our friend Stacey Taylor was on it as well, as well as our friend Ian Sharman. She was on Horizon. This I week. didn't see it. No, it's on iPlayer. I I'm intend to watch, watch it. On iPlayer. I got to admit, I don't like watching programs about fatness because it makes me feel bad. Although, since I've been cycling, Nick, um, I am definitely losing inches. I don't know if you can see, but the the tummy's definitely smaller. Didn't and notice your cock wasn't as noticeable. Man, oh man, I tell you, I'm loving what it's doing to my leg muscles. <laughs> Is that why you're wearing those shorts? No, I'm wearing the shorts because it's comfortable to cycle in shorts. I've been wearing shorts a lot the last couple what of days. What a stupid question. I, uh, Did you wear shorts for your birthday? Happy birthday, Nick. Yes, I was <clears throat> I was AFK away from keyboard Ooh. for uh, Tuesday, Wednesday and half of today. Uh, away from work keyboard uh, because it was my birthday on Tuesday. Uh, 43. Wow. Man and boy, mm-hmm. whatever that means. I was forty-three, man and boy, and um, and also we were taking Noah to the preschool and seeing, like, just like a, I think it's like a taster session. We were there for a couple of hours while he ran around while all of the other kids were there. Yep. it was a bit weird. He loved it, I think, and there was lots to mm. do, and and they were all very nice and were quite confident about them being there. But I did get a bit sad because obviously all of the other kids are that little bit older. Mm-hmm. Or a little bit more confident in the space, and and he was and with their little friends and stuff, and he was set apart. There were two little kids who'd clearly carved out, two little boys who clearly carved out a little uh, territory where the the uh, they were fighting dinosaurs, dinosaur toys, and it was their area. And there was a moment where I was like, we had to tell them to, oh no, share nicely and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was a little bit like, don't make my son. Don't make my son have to work for it just to come in and play with you, you excluding elitist pricks. That's what I shouted in their faces. Yeah, quite right. Spittle and everything. Yeah. Then I got removed. That didn't that didn't happen. But it's been a nice few days. Good. Uh, it's been a nice few days. I got some nice Disney Infinity presents. And you, look, uh, you look great as well. You don't look a day over 42. Thank you. 42, I think I worked out, was my ideal age. Or well, no, I hit 40 
and suddenly everything kind of made sense and I was like oh this is the age I felt all along <laughs> um and and then I had a couple of years grace from there and now I just feel like I'm too old who's grace um I don't know I do know someone called grace really I think but I think she's a, ch- a toddler a toddler a toddler uh, actually that's I um I think we should say this is two grown men is it? We, we've I'm, been, I'm glad you told me. We've been away for a little while. Mm. Uh, this is James is going to laugh, but we are going to. This is uh, hopefully going to be a very short episode. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, See you in forty minutes, and uh, you can listen to all of our previous episodes at. Uh, I can't even remember the fucking address. Uh, it's www.pornhub.com. Twogrownmen.net, and I all think right. the number is it's the number two. Yes. Not the letters too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also subscribe to us uh, in your podcatcher of choice. If you like us, please do rate and review us. I think we're past the point where we'll ever turn up on a new and noteworthy again. But, you know, reviews are always nice. Old and stale. Old and stale. <laughs> they should have that. Two old and stale grown yeah. men. Well, you know, until the bugle finally does the decent thing. Yeah. You can um, you can leave uh, uh, comments on any of the posts uh, that are actually at the site, Two Grown Men. You can listen to all of our episodes, and it's lovely. Yeah. Was it uh, Stacey from um, – did you listen – talking about Stacey from Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour, did you listen to a lovely interview with Kevin Eastman? I didn't. She was very she's a huge, about that. She's a huge Ninja Turtles fan. I remember her meeting him and worrying that she was going to puke on him, mm. but I don't really, I don't really care for the Turtles – so I haven't listened. I'm, I probably will listen just to see how she handles it because I think she'll be fine, but she's always such a nervous mess. My my biggest piece of nostalgia for the, the Turtles is the uh, uh, the Nintendo game. Enter the Nintendo game. No. was the, well, I was going to say NES and then change my mind, so it sounded like I was saying Enter the Nintendo, mm-hmm. which you could do through that cartridge slot. Enter the Nintendo. But, um, but we weren't sticking our decks and everything back then, were we? I had the, um, I had the Turtle game. And I got all the way to the. What was the the big thing that Krang and that lot? The big. It was like a big white dome with an eye on the top. And it was kind of his freaky tank. And I got all the way to the end, but I could never beat it. But it was a fucking hard game. I have no frame of reference. No, so I don't think I ever played it. No, it was I know very Elias Cateus was in one of the films. I like him. He's one of my favourite actors. Don't know who he is. He's... He sounds like the sort of actor a real hipster would like. Yes. Um... You, you, How do you know um, uh, someone is uh, a hipster? Um, don't worry, you probably haven't heard about it. I don't know. The um, you can yeah, you can leave comments on all of our previous episodes or this one, and you can listen to all of our episodes for free. That's a, that's the a thing that's noteworthy apparently. And, at um, twogrownmen.net. Um, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at two gm pod, and I'm Nick Site, and James is I'm, I'm James Mom M O M B. And we've got a Two Grown Men page on Facebook. I think what James was about to say was... Um, Patreon. Yes. Um, I'll put up pictures of my um, of my quads, if you like. My ever-growing... My wife loves them. She really likes my leg muscles. She's really quite into the, my developing muscles. Should we put that up on the Patreon rather no. than on, the, rather than on the, the, the episode, the show notes for this episode? No, it's all right. The old, oh, the to... picture you took of me with my helmet. No, the shorts. All right, yeah, go on then. We'll put for patrons. We'll put a picture of me in my shorts. Are you? Are you not? Are you going to get jorts? Because I know how you feel about what, Kevin Smith. What are jorts? They're like jeans. Oh but Christ, shorts. no! 
They, I don't like them. No, no, the I, I try not to. I try not to critique other people's fashion, but I really don't like those. I got. I got these. These are uh, just a grey flannelly pair of um, Nike shorts, and I got a lovely pair of Nike Air high tops. Um, when I was on holiday last week. I don't really understand trainers. You'll see them next time I wear them. You'll, you'll to, see me. You'll, you'll go, oh, they're nice. Where all the kids were like, oh, you've got the new Nike Air Jams. Oh, no, mate. Hitachi mofos, those are what you're supposed to be wearing. They've got an odd number of shoelace Eyel- holes. Eyelets. <laughs> and, and like people used to be real assholes about it at mm. school, and I always felt a little bit. Um, but so, um, yes, there is a Patreon. It supports this show and uh, our other podcast that James and I uh, do with friends uh, called We Have Issues, which is about comics. That's at patreon.com forward slash TOTP. And you can uh, support us basically to the tune of $1 or more mm-hmm. a month. Yeah. Uh, and when we hit a certain level, we'll actually start paying people who contribute to the shows, including us, and which would be nice. Nick and I probably buy a private island where we can lather each other in olive oil and uh, wrestle until sundown. Was that a pop? Because I'm Greek. No. Olive oil. A, Why not vegetable oil? It's a pop because you look like Popeye and you are actually doing olive oil. Oh, yeah. No, that's, <coughs> that's, <coughs> that's a good point. Um, so... <clears throat> Yeah, <clears throat> if you give us more than uh, $2 a month. $2. $2. For the cheap price of $2. Yeah, you also get uh, monthly um, extra podcast episodes, which don't really fit as Two Grown Men or We Have Issues. No, it's something things, else altogether. Uh, of James talking to his lovely daughter Scarlett. They co-host uh, a, a monthly podcast the first one you talked about, My Little Pony, and this one, oh, I just made a real whistling noise. Oh, well done. That was weird. What What did you, because I did listen to this one, but I, I was mainly just listening to Scarlet roasting you. I, yeah, I can't remember, because she got really distracted. I know at one point she goes off to the toilet. Yeah. Um, but God, Which I, I had never realised was an option. Yeah, In all well, the time yeah. we've been podcasting, I just sit here and hold it. Go to the toilet while I just carry on talking. I think I feeled really well, though. You did. You did a yeah. really good job. But the problem is, she started trying to podcast again from the bedroom door rather than coming yeah. into the into the room itself. That Minecraft isn't <clears throat> the best or the worst we've encountered. I think I think we work, we've worked out she's got a tolerance of about fifteen minutes. That's good. Yeah, that's good because I think that's roughly what our tolerances are. But we always string <laughs> it out for longer than that. Anyway, we shouldn't talk about that too much because that's exclusive for our patrons. Mm, it is. Uh, so that's at patreon.com forward slash totp. Um, thank you to everyone who already contributes. You know who you are. You all rock. Um, I did want to... Thank you, Bernie Sanders, though. We really appreciate it. Yeah. A bit I surprised. Is that the guy with the chicken? Yeah. Right, okay, good. Because there's Exceedingly him... Exceedingly good chicks. <laughs> there's him, and there's the one who wants to fuck his daughter. Yes. Who bathes in the blood of Umpalumpas every night. That's right. And then there's the one um, who uh, I don't want to say anything negative about because I'm not a misogynist. Well, I was reading um, some right-wing press. and That's always healthy. They said something about vagina dentati, and I don't understand what they were talking about. Vagina dentati is, you know, it's like like chewing gum, Mm -hmm. but it really tastes cinnamony. It comes in those little hard... Oh, yummy. (sighs) 
Yeah, I think that's called dentati. So I guess that's just sticking that in your vagina, which oh, neither of us can do. Oh, a lovely cinnamony vagina. vagina. Yeah, wow. wouldn't that be good? Oh, it would actually. Um, Spice chai cinnamon vagina. <laughs> With soy, please. <laughs> so, uh, what just, name shall I put on that? I just want to clarify for any listeners who this is their first episode and they were listening to the beginning bit uh, where you were pre- pre- uh, uh, presenting the idea that I was somehow nasty to you about the bike. You were. Um, I, a mental health person, mm-hmm. today, yeah. after about two hours of talking to me, mm-hmm. um, said that they think I'm a very nice person. So I can't possibly have been nasty to Someone you. Someone who had um, like mental health issues. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I've kind of got a working theory that nearly everyone who works in mental health services it has mental health issues. Oh, but now I'm starting to think that mental health issues, starting to think, have argued for several years that it's all scales. It's all like it's graphics It's all in your head. <laughs> it's all spectrums, every single one of them. Yeah. So, like, you've got all of your things that you put you put points into or yeah. your parents put points into with their vaginas and their, and their penises and their genes and their sperms and their um, jorts and all of that stuff. So there's all of the stuff that they put points into deliberately and then there's the stuff that there's a dice rolled on where you are on certain scales, uh, spectrums. And, um, and yeah, I think most of the people who are you've mental rolled, health You've mental rolled with people, about three die 20, D20s, haven't you? I think maybe. I don't really understand role-playing games. Mm. Oh, you know what that means. I do, I do. Mostly because of pop culture. Yeah. Isn't pop culture a fucking mess, though? Oh, man, I've left my little speaker at work again. Your little speaker? I've got a little speaker. Do you mean, like... A little Bluetooth speaker. All oh, right, not a I've little le- person. I've left it off. Who speaks. <laughs> oh, that'd be lovely. That's what I call it. I put a little hat on him, <laughs> and I give him a little cane. <laughs> Hello! And he he gives like he gives little sort of forty five minute lectures on the uh, importance of, uh, of cleanliness. There's a do, have you heard of Akala or Akala Akala? I think even though it's almost well, spelt like the I guy know, from I know, I know someone called Carla, and I know about Arkala from the Jungle Book. No, not him. Um, Akala is a rapper. Oh, um, and he's really amazing. Like, okay. really thoughtful. I wouldn't and, have heard of him though. Um, no, because you're not like with him. Yeah, um, and his. But he did this thing called Fire in the Hole. No, that can't be what it's called. There's a there's a radio I get one that after. Uh... Yeah, there's a radio one uh, show. And basically, he gets uh, uh, people on. I think he must be a DJ. Or, well, I mean, he's obviously a DJ, but I think he must be like a turntablist, a turntablist or something. Mm. And he gets rappers on to do um, uh, to do like freestyle. They call it, but I don't know how much of it it's prepared. I suspect a lot of it. And Akala's like super political and um, super philosophical. And he um, super califragic. He did. He did one where he did something like six or seven minutes, which was just a freestyle mm-hmm. thing about him being cool as fuck. Okay. And then, and then there was a little break, and then he did this bit that's basically spoken word, mm-hmm. uh, more like spoken word about like history and that, mm. which was really moving. That was over a classical music. I'll put a link to this in the mm. show notes at uh, uh, twogrownmen.net. I'd like it if uh, 
he, he did a six-minute rap about how cool he was and then went to put a tune on but didn't and you could hear him phoning his mum, asking her if she'd iron his underpants for him. There's a... So, um, so Akala's, like, fiercely political and this second thing is mm-hmm. all very anti, like, war and all about how we exploit each other in the world and stuff. Oh, being anti-war's easy. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously you're against it. Um, and... Um, but, right... So, and I, I don't really understand the ins and outs of um, uh, whether there are issues with uh, white guys being super into the the, um, the like uh, using all of the hip hop talk. Okay. The hip hoppity talk. Mm. Right. So the the DJ who's presenting this appropriation he's this, and culture we're talking about. He's the, yeah, but a lot of it's just urban, like the way people apparently talk in London. Becomes Dave, a street patois. Our friend Dave Wynn would definitely have opinions on this and is probably okay. wondering what the fuck I'm talking about. But anyway, so the the DJ is this big chunky white dude, but he's talking in mm. like he's talking in this very sort of uh, well not affected I guess just the way he talks it's probably just the way he talks it's like that uh, Radio 1 Extra DJ Billy the Fish or whatever his name is yeah I guess I don't know who that is but anyway so this guy um, after Akala finishes his first bit he just keeps going on about oh man you're disgusting man that was amazing and Akala's just like each each compliment he's he's just deflecting mm. modestly and going oh you know we try we try and all of this stuff and the guy goes no man you're disgusting and just really like going mm. over it and it after about 10 or 15 seconds of it mm-hmm. it becomes super uncomfortable for me watching anyway yeah. and apparently for Akala but he just keeps going with it he keeps and, and he keeps and after the bit about explo- exploitation about how we exploit mm. each other the sort of anti-war anti-slavery sort of thing he does afterwards the guy explodes again in enthusiasm Brilliant. keeps dropping his sound effects what's the sound effect? Is it's it a, a bomb, bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't Brilliant. believe it. Brilliant. It was so funny. Oh fuck. It's really hell. good. I'll 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 put that in the show notes. And um there was uh, <laughs> a few of the a few of the other um people he had on. I like cuz he's I guess it's basically the hip hop equivalent of uh of the live lounge thing. Okay. So it's like the presentation is irritating as fuck, yeah. but the actual performances they get are a- mm. amazing and I listened to a few afterwards which was really really good. Um, uh, there was a young female uh, rapper who I guess was from London as well and but English and so I'm so used to American mm-hmm. accents in yeah. rap that initially when I first started hearing English people I was like well this sounds a little bit all that MC rhymes affected um, but actually no I love it I love it now I've deigned to come down off my elitist <laughs> pedestal or whatever and, okay. and start allowing people to talk like they live in a city nice Good of you, bruv. I think it's my sisters. I think that's why I'm such a snob. It's my sisters. <laughs> so, so anyway, you've been on holiday. I've been on holiday. Um, I had a little bit of angst about um, my child interacting with others. Mm-hmm. Really nice, really nice holiday. In so much as we went down to Devon again, we go to a, a little. Um, it's not a caravan. It's static caravans and some camping, where um, my wife's parents have a static caravan. It's a beautiful setting. It's really lovely. And most importantly, it's free. 
so for us. How beautiful was the caravan? Oh, it's lovely. It's really nice. But are you stepping over into glamping? Were you glamping? Well, it's not really camping. It's like having a... It's like caravanning. That's a different thing, It's not thing, even isn't like it? caravanning. It's so comfortable. It's like it's nice and flat, really. So, okay. I think that is I mean, glamping. I mean, it's clean. But um, it's, what's really nice is it's it's miles away from anywhere, and you can basically you can let your children go feral, mm-hmm. which is brilliant. It's just like I'm going down the park in the evenings, this is. During the day, she spent most of her time in a swimming pool, which we have to supervise. Mm-hmm. But um, she go down the park and she just play until about half nine because obviously it's very light at night, mm. which is just fantastic. They just let her go and have a... And I, I read a couple of lovely books. I read... Um, uh, a book about uh, Bill Watterson. The Cameron Hobbs Man. Yes, which was very, very interesting, very enjoyable. Um, I think the more I knew about him, the more I like him and his stance he's taken in terms of um, the commercial aspect, not allowing uh, Calvin and Hobbs to be licensed in any way. I, yeah. I kind of think, he, he sounds like he was an arsehole and put people's noses at a joint, but I kind of like that he knew what he wanted and yeah. he achieved success through working at it and then managed to conduct himself entirely in completely through his career with complete um conviction that his way was correct and he, he stayed completely true to himself so I think however other people found him, and at times he came across as potentially quite curmudgeonly and mm-hmm. not very social and, and that sort of thing, it's like, well, he really stayed true to himself and you've got to re- got to respect that. Because he could have made some very easy money, you know. So yeah. I spoke about um, Jim Davis, for example, with Garfield, you know, and the guy doesn't even really draw the yeah. comic anymore, you know. He just he makes ludicrous amounts of money from merchandising and so forth. Well and there's always the possibility that if people were like if he did license out and Calvin started being Calvin and Hobbes started mm. being used on T shirts mm-hmm. and stuff like that, that it might dilute the brand and well, interestingly, the impact of the character. About that, because you do see Calvin and Hobbes yeah, T shirts. ironic. But interestingly, um the reason that you find people get away with that is because he never licensed it, yeah. he never set up a licensing company to protect his rights, yeah. it's him. So if something gets shut down, it's because he's pursued it personally. Yeah. So it's why you see, like, the uh, uh, Scarlett's got a version of that, Cal- um, Han Solo and Chewbacca, Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, that's lovely. I think got. I can't complain about that sort of thing. Yeah, so that's Scarlett's nightshirt, actually. She wears yeah. it as nightshirt it's a little bit too big for her. Anyway. Um, I don't know where mine's gone. And the other, um, Scarlett hasn't got it. Um, and the other book I read was um, The Road to Little Dribbling, which is Bill Bryson's follow-up to Notes from a Small Island. I've heard of him. Which is delightful. I like Bill Bryson. I, I know some people don't care for him. They find him either a bit curmudgeonly or too whimsical. But he's right up my street. I like him very much. Um, I very much enjoyed. He came to Eastleigh right at the beginning of the um, book. He takes a citizenship test to become a British citizen. So uh, this takes place in Eastleigh, and he, he writes a little about Eastleigh. He says uh, Eastleigh was heavily bombed uh, during the Second World War. Unfortunately, not heavily enough, which I thought was was about as perfect a take on Eastleigh as you could possibly take. What is it with Eastleigh today? I don't. I don't know. Anyway, there's so, a really yeah. So Scarlett was going off and, and playing with her friends, but there was a, a young girl called Jessica, who she'd met there before and befriended previously. But Jessica is smaller 
than Scarlet, but two years older. Oh. So I think Scarlet sees her as a peer. I'm not entirely sure that Jessica feels exactly the same when they're not emotionally on the same level. Right. And Jessica was a little bit mean into, I don't want to be your friend, you know, and sort of really shunning Scarlet a little bit, which which upset her at first. And it's having to confront that upset mm-hmm. without saying, oh, well, fuck her. She's an horrible little... Yeah. It, it's trying to sort of be... Well, you know, some people in life are going to, you know, Jessica's playing with her friends. You go off and find the people that want to be friends. And she did. She made she made some smashing friends and, and played really nicely. But it, it was really weird being – because obviously we don't get confronted with that at school necessarily quite so up close and personal. Yeah. <clears throat> and it must happen all the time. But being confronted with it right there – was really difficult and sort of walking past Jessica with my dogs and saying, hello, how are you? And she'd come up and pet the dogs. All I really wanted to do was kick her in the leg for making my daughter cry, you know? Well, it's difficult because from, from an outside perspective, it's like, why would a eight-year-old... Seven-year-old. She was seven. Scarlet's five. Scarlet's five. Yeah, why would a seven-year-old girl... Like want to spend time with a five year old. That all makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, totally. But at the same time it is sort of horrible. I can't even begin to process that's the thing I'm most worried about. Mm. Because just it to be honest, Noah wasn't really try he he was actually a little bit unnerved mm. when some of the kids did come over and try and talk to him. But so that, he wouldn't have been bothered at the play at the, and, and at Noah's age they tend to play alongside one another, yeah. don't they? Rather than direct interaction. Yeah. So it's sort of but the idea of school and it's it seems like it's really intense at that point mm. but at that age and you think that like if only you could make them understand that it's so temporary and these people aren't going to be around in a week's time anyway yeah. so it doesn't matter and stuff but I don't think I've ever got over this or been able to process mm. this any better so I don't know how I'm going to parent through it yeah I, the, the the only way that we we get Around it is, you know, you're going to go through life where some people like you some days, some don't. It's the way things are, but we love you. And so just trying to support her and let her know that she's sort of the most important person in our world, but she can't expect to be the most important person in everyone's. Yeah. Um, and But it's difficult trying to get a five-year-old to see perspective because they're five. Yeah. So, but that was nice. Um, had a had a slightly depressy day, but also had a really lovely bike ride as well. Went for an eight mile bike ride down the Torridge, which is a, a river. So from our campsite down into Biddeford, which was fucking beautiful, frankly. So I mean, I don't know if we've really got many listeners overseas, but these place names all sound so made up, don't they? Yeah, I guess <laughs> they sound like well, they are, aren't they? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously they are. Yeah, but it's all so Tolkien-esque. It is Biddeford. Funnily enough, the Torridge. Yeah, that's a ridiculous name for a little a river. dribbling. Uh, I, I'm sure I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but up in up where I'm was from before I came to Southampton, there are places like Little Pidley and yeah. and stuff like that. Clear the row, <laughs> cinnamon flavored. Um. I think I think we've got enough. I think that's enough today. <laughs> Your night noises were better than mine. I was just trying to join in. Good. You sounded like you're playing a really shit trumpet. Yeah. And on shit trumpet, Nick. <laughs> there are a few too many uh, uh, possible episode titles. I think we've got too many this time. Oh, I'd say shit trumpet. Shit trump. Shit trumpet, or something about vaginas. <laughs> 
Something about vaginas. That's another one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Cinnamon uh, uh, shy vaginas. I feel like I should apologize to people, uh, not in too much detail, because we don't need to go over it all again. But uh, for the, the episode I put out last week, I was in a, a funny mood and I was quite tired and everything. So um, I don't think I made a lot of sense. I have to stand by the things... I talked about, but I don't think I was very coherent. So sorry about that. And I'm sorry about my my lack of appearance. You, is, you definitely you're huge. It's impossible to miss you. Oh, don't you? I've got too much appearance. No, I don't mean I don't mean it like that. Someone was um, uh, the, the man who plays Jon Snow off Game of Thrones, you not know, Jon Snow off Channel you know Four. Nothing, Jon Snow. Him, yeah. Um, uh, on a Facebook group I'm on, people had uh, there's a, there was a picture of him going around the internet where he's not got his beard. He's shaved it off for a role. You've and I think shaved it's, off your beard, John Snow. I think it's a theatre thing, so he's got eye, a bit of eye makeup on as well. You've got eye makeup on, John Snow. And everyone on there was freaking out about, oh my god, no, he doesn't look sexy without the beard. I look at him, and I was like, gee, why do you think any of us have do, beards? Do you know, <laughs> I, was, I was watching Game of Thrones the other day, and I was thinking to myself. Who the fuck would be wanting to follow a man that every time someone talks to him, he looks like he's about to burst into fucking tears? I mean, there is that. That is a question. Why does he always look like he's about to fucking cry? Because I think he's very sad. Yeah, but then he should have jumped off the wall. <laughs> Go kill yourself, Jon Snow. <laughs> delete, but... delete your account, Jon Snow. <laughs> but, but... I, I was just like, do none of these people understand why men who yeah. are insecure about the bottoms of their faces yeah. tend, tend to tend – to, we don't just have the beard there for a second go at the food mm. we spill out of our mouths. Oh, it's a shame actually because I've been going – it's a bit long at the moment but Nicola got really upset so I went for the full zapper. I saw, I remember. Yeah, yeah that's coming back. It's uh, I go on a two-weekly cycle with my hair cutting so. Cycle. Couldn't fucking oh, leave fucking it, hell. could you? I do love my bike. I am a little bit in love with it. Why don't you just fucking marry it? Well, no, I'm, I'm cycling around on its bike. <laughs> That's what it's for. Um, on that bombshell, <laughs> thank you, listener. You're awesome. <laughs> Thanks to our contributors. You're awesome. <laughs> and thank you, James. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shit trumpet. <laughs> <laughs>